Hey, welcome to another Dispatch from Holly McKay. Today, we're going to be talking about combatives and the psychology of it with Holly. You visited a very interesting gentleman at West Point. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I met this really interesting uh, man by the name of Matt Larson, and he has long been dubbed sort of the father of modern combatives, and he's distinguished in really bringing to life the U.S. Army's um, sort of modern program and, and establishing the Army Combative School. Um, he's also the reigning director of combatives at West Point. Um, and he authored the modern hand-to-hand -hand combat manual, so certainly has a very extensive track record there. Um, he, he started his career himself as a, as a Marine and later um, in the 75th Regiment Army as a Ranger and then sort of went on to become a private uh, security contractor and then kind of came back into to West Point. So um, he's really you know, he's very versed in, in every sort of type of, of martial arts that you could possibly learn, whether it's Mai Tai in Thailand, Jiu Jitsu, uh, Judo, you sort of name it. And he's been able to kind of bring all that experience uh, together into a very uh, revolutionary program, if you will. And, and as Matt was sort of explaining to me that when he was sort of coming up through the ranks and, and through the 90s, he really looked at the, the programs that were being taught and when it came to hand-to-hand -to -hand combat. And it was really um, very basic, basic stuff that really was developed during and after the Second World War. And so he's brought it into uh, a very uh, new realm, if you will. But sort of beyond that, something that I was really most interested in sort of discussing with Matt was his background and, and experience in evolutionary psychology and the way that that sort of is being applied now. And he's got some really interesting theories um, that he's working on and a really one that really stood out to me was this idea. And we hear a lot about PTSD, but his idea was that a lot of what we think is PTSD when it comes to to, um, to veterans and to uh, the armed forces is actually moral injury. And, uh, and moral injury is a, is a topic that we hear a lot also within the sort of war reporter community. And it's something I think that a lot of war reporters suffer with. It's sort of the idea of, of bearing witness to something and then not being able to necessarily do anything about it or, you know, you aren't in a position to, to fight back. Um, but you sort of have to, to bear witness to it and you can either write about it or report about it or photograph it. Um, but this idea of is that enough, does it do anything and, and kind of being a, a bit of a bystander uh, to someone else's pain. And so that is, is always a struggle. But so I was very interested in how he sees this in a, a similar dynamic also with, uh, with the military personnel. Yeah, well, so... The interesting part of this is the the inner psychology that uh, he described to you, and more than that, not just the, the inner psychology of of competing, or or as he puts it, the innate uh, property of, of violence and competition that is part of biological life, but by understanding it, that that you can help mitigate things like suicides. Tell us a little bit more about that. I think really in essence, um, what he sort of talks about is this idea of, of predator-prey violence and, and that really by nature, we're all quite violent species. Um, and he sort of points this back to this idea that violence is the first bacteria and it evolved to eat other bacteria. And so when it did, 
the bacteria eaten would excrete body juices. And so that was a defense mechanism. And so other bacteria learn to perceive the juices and then sort of be able to move away. So that is really the beginning of the chain that eventually gave us a way for our nerve cells to communicate with each other through chemicals. And I think that shows us really just how deeply ingrained violence is into every species. Um, and so he goes into a lot more detail about this in the article, um, but he, he really could have drives home this sort of idea that, um, that by, by our various of evolution, we are violence, but as society progresses and advances, what happens is that we, we move away from uh, violence and we're taught that, that violence is, you know, is, a, is a bad trait. And, and also the amount of people that are joined the military or that are exposed to conflict um, as you would be in a place like Iraq or Afghanistan um, is a very small part of the population. So the, the less people that I guess have to sort of experience this sort of injury and the more that we're, we are told that, you know, this is bad, shooting somebody is bad, um, I guess the more alienated people often feel when they come back and they're less um, acceptance or sort of exposure to, to violence in majority of communities. And therefore that really kind of isolates people. And then it, the moral injury develops because in essence, they are, um, you know, being told that something that is very part of our evolutionary being is something that is very much against what our society um, sort of supports or is taught to be quote unquote the right thing to do. And so sort of a, his theory really is that um, when you see things or you take part in things that destroy deeply held beliefs, that is what causes moral injuries. And, and so as we've discussed, war in his opinion, is a normal state of human beings. And so war exposes the world what it really is. So um, sort of we, we end up with these very unrealistic beliefs due to war. Yeah. Well, um, so what's his prescription for the people that have to live the rest of their lives carrying this moral injury around with them so that they can continue to go on? And he had, there were some pretty interesting philosophical uh, coping mechanisms that he discussed with you? Yeah, I think it's more, first of all, sort of identifying um, moral injury as opposed to, to PTSD. And I think when we sort of look at PTSD, um, you know, post-traumatic stress uh, disease, it, you know, it, it's something that is, is very debilitating for a lot of people. But I think in reframing it into moral injury and in that you know, applying a different sort of step of, of coping mechanisms and even just explaining kind of the evolution of human beings and, and how these sort of things that are experienced are, are, are normal um, and that, but yet it's, it's society that's changed, not necessarily our biology. And then I think is where the conflict sort of comes into. And, and it's, yeah, it's a very interesting um, analogy of the situation and, and quite different to a lot of the sort of the literature that I've read on the subject. Yeah. So it, in your talks with him, do you, do you get the impression from him that he thinks this has helped people over time to explain it to them this way? I think it hasn't really been injected yet into the sort of the mainstream or to even to um, kind of the people that are uh, suffering, you know, from, from the moral injury. Um, so I think this is something that he hopes to kind of put out there, um, you know, once all the sort of the research is together and, and sort of change the way that, that these things are reframed. It's, I don't think it is something that has necessarily kind of really been applied in that manner, perhaps to, you know, in Matt's opinion and to the degree that it should be. Yeah, okay. Well, um, well, that 
kind of creates the basis for maybe the next story, which is to take these theories and then run them through a few psychologists and stuff like that, see what they say, you know, like have the, this particular bent of it come into contact with the broader uh, realm of, of psych psychological uh, thinking and, and treatment and stuff. Um, but it's fascinating. I mean, it really is. Uh, as I as I read through this thing, it is it is very very fascinating in terms of a different way of looking at a problem that very clearly people that you and I know suffer from, and uh, it's debilitating for 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 many of them, and they can't let go of it. So it's good that somebody's doing this kind of research. Thank you, Holly. I mean, you know, a very interesting article, and um, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Dennis.